This is the Agenda Podcast on the Blood Red Channel, taking a bite-sized look at some of the big Liverpool FC talking points. Well, Premier League champions elect European Cup winners, World Club champions. But one thing Liverpool are missing, perhaps, is a World Cup winner. But could that be about to change? Well, last week, of course, Borussia Dortmund and Germany's Mario Goetze confirmed that he will be leaving Dortmund in the summer when his contract does expire. So could that mean a move to Anfield? Well, alongside me to talk about that is Theo Squires. And Theo, thanks for joining me first and foremost. Happy Easter. And Mario Goetzer is a man who, ever since Jurgen Klopp walked through the door, has been heavily linked with the Reds. Yeah, it's always the case, isn't it? When you get a new foreign manager, pretty much every single player he's ever managed before or every player who plays in his native country gets linked to your club at some time or another. And with Mario Goetzer, we're what? five, six years down the line, and he's still getting linked to Liverpool. But there is a little bit of substance here because it's very well documented just how well he gets on with Jurgen Klopp and how well the two of them think of each other. Um, Klopp was the manager who gave him his debut at Borussia Dortmund, who like got him into the first team and made him this highly rated star that everyone was waxing lyrical about when he was a teenager in his early 20s. I think Klopp said at the time when he, he joined uh, Bayern Munich a few years after that, that he was actually heartbroken because he's got such a good bond with Goetz and he rates him so highly. Um, obviously, Goetz are going to be most well-known for scoring that winning goal in the World Cup final. But since then, his star started to dwindle. Uh, Bayern Munich, he perhaps didn't get the game time he would have liked when he left Dortmund's. He's had injury problems. He's, I think he had a, a sort of illness disorder sort of thing that meant he lost strength in his muscles or something like that. But it's just not happened for him over the last few years. Uh, a return to Dortmund was supposed to be the rebirth of him to give him that opportunity to reclaim his status. And while he's shown glimpses, he's just not the player people thought he'd be when he broke through under Jurgen Klopp, sorry, five, six years ago. Yeah, well, when he, I mean, you, you say five, six years ago, I think it's actually it's that, as far it? back as 10, ten years ago. Yeah, <laughs> when you actually think about it. Yeah, 2010-11 was sort of his breakthrough season. I think that was the first of the two years in which uh, Klopp led Dortmund to back-to-back Bundesliga titles. And yet, as soon as he came through, 11 assists and thir- in 33 games, he got six goals as well in that debut campaign in the Bundesliga. But even if you look at his, his stats for this season, I think one of the, the real problems he's had, Theo, as you alluded to there, ever since he, he made that controversial move to Bayern Munich on the eve of the, the Champions League final, I seem to remember in, in 2013, that really sort of being a, a fuse that was lit between those two clubs. Of course, Lewandowski and Hummels also made that move, but he struggled for game time. This season in the Bundesliga, just 13 appearances, which amount to only 501 minutes of football played. He's not been reliable in terms of even getting him out on the field of play. No, he's not. And it's probably why he's not really got this whole host of suitors that you'd expect him to have at the moment. But he has got the talent there, but it's been so long now since we've been able to see it. Like you think he hasn't really, I think, recorded over 30 games in the league season since he was at Munich when Klopp joined Liverpool. It's ridiculous. But there are glimpses where he does show his talent. Like I think last year he had a good goal return there. I think we thought, oh, maybe this is the rebirth. Could he pick up this form? It's just not happened for him this year. And you've got to remember at Dortmund, They've signed so many talented young players in the past couple of seasons. Like only in January, they got Haaland. Um, you think of Thorgan Hazard. Uh, you can just list them off. They've got so many good attacking players that who are going to fit into this team and are part of that club's future. Whereas Mario Goetz, when they brought him back, it was more the sentiment, wasn't it? It's the fact that bringing him back, one of their sons, hoping that he could find his form again. 
And they've probably known all season he's not going to be signing a new deal. They know he's not really part of their future. And it's just not really giving him the game time. He needs to go somewhere to rediscover himself a fresh start. Could it be Liverpool? Could Klopp be the manager for him? Uh, I'm sure we'll get to that in a moment. Yeah, well, let's get straight into that now. He's 27 at the moment, turns 28 in June. He's a guy, obviously, the contract runs out. He would have turned 28 by the time he is a, a free agent. He's been linked with Liverpool very heavily in the past. We've touched on that, allegedly. Came close to signing even back in 2016 during Jurgen Klopp's first summer. You just wonder, though, at the age of now, will we'll be 28, six years on from scoring that World Cup winning goal. Everyone thought that was going to be the launch pad for him albeit his career even at that stage may be stuttering somewhat. But this is a guy who's clearly got talent and at 28 could be a useful player to have in and around the building for Liverpool. Yeah, I actually think that on a free transfer, he wouldn't be the worst player to go for because you look at the Liverpool squad this summer and the players that are probably going to go. The Adam Lallana is going to leave on a free transfer. We're fully expecting that. And it looks like Jordan Shakiri will probably get a move as well, having grown frustrated at a lack of game time and he's had his own injury problems. Um, granted, Liverpool have got a lot of talented young players coming through. So you could say, well, Harvey Elliott could fill that spot, Curtis Jones. But we've always had this complaint almost that whilst Liverpool have got a very good starting eleven and they've got some good substitutes, there's still that envy when you look at Manchester City that they can have world-class player after world-class player on their bench and still not fit them all in the squad. And it's when it comes to it, Liverpool have had to put a couple of kids on there. Granted, they've got the talent, but it wouldn't be the worst idea to have a bit more experience there as well. And Goethe could provide that. Like 27-28, he's still young. His peak should still be ahead of him. And he's got a point to prove. Like You look at this Liverpool team now. They weren't all world beaters when Jurgen Klopp signed them. The people had their doubts about them. Like You can go through, say, Mohamed Salah. He was a Premier League flop. Liverpool turned him into this global star. Genie Wijnaldum had been relegated with Newcastle. He spent £25 million on a, a midfielder you didn't think was going to be any more than a squad option. Andy Robertson was a defender who couldn't defend, who had been relegated with struggling Hull. Uh, you can just go through all of these now. Like James Milner was desperate to play central midfield. He had a few chances under Rodgers, but it was only when Klopp came in that he's really got this respect that, oh, wow, he is a really good player. Uh, Sadio Mane just taking it to another level Roberto Firmino hasn't been a goal scorer but he proves so much more it's pretty much every single player in this squad and it's working with Jurgen Klopp and that's what Mario Goetze could bring because like, granted if you signed him he's not going to go in that starting 11 Liverpool don't play with this number 10 but he's that squad option you could have and he will be desperate to reunite with Klopp if that option is there he will bite your hand off and he'll be very happy to just be part of that squad hoping that Klopp can take him back to the level that he knows he has been capable of the past and we've seen Klopp have that man management with players where he has taken them to new levels there's no reason to believe why he couldn't do it with Goetze obviously the uh, lack of game time's a concern from what he's been like in the past he's a free agent give him a year contract on a lot of performance related terms see how he does if it, yeah, it's a gamble, but if it pays off, brilliant. If not, you say, sorry, Mario, we tried. Welcome to leaving next summer. Yeah, I suppose it, it, is one of a, it is a weird one. There are so many different elements. A, a World Cup winner, a player with proven pedigree, as you say, it would be an attractive proposition unless it's incentivised in terms of game uh, clauses, which he might not be all too willing to do. You don't know. It, it could be attractive. But the other issue is 
One, obviously, if we're led to believe, obviously, Liverpool were very heavily interested in him in 2016 when he returned to Dortmund. He went there, didn't come to Liverpool. Was that a, a chance that he spurned and now would only be interested because of the strength of the position Liverpool find themselves in? And secondary, you mentioned Jordan Shakiri, and he's a guy who Klopp signed without really seemingly to fit the system, but Klopp has pieced him in, obviously, last season more than this, where applicable to, to play that 4-2-3-1 is Goetzer a player who's perhaps worth doing that with for Liverpool as well? Given this 4-3-3 has now become such a force for Liverpool, he doesn't really seem to fit any one of those positions in particular. And of course, if you're saying he's going to be a backup to Firmino, you've got Minamino who can play on, play in that role. Well, with Goetzer, I don't think it's as much as Liverpool's rise. It's also his fault. Like he went to Dortmund thinking it had just been a little blip at Bayern Munich. He'd go back there, familiar surroundings, and he'd be fine. Obviously, he wouldn't have anticipated the Liverpool going on and have the success that they have had. But now you could go to pretty much any player on the planet and say, would you like to play for Liverpool? And they would say yes. So Mario Goetze would obviously like to go for Liverpool, but it's not just the status there. He needs an opportunity. And we've seen it in the past, players who have had to go to, say, uh, a mid-table team where they know they're going to start every week and there's not the glamour there, or they can go to a bigger team to prove themselves. And that's what Liverpool could be for Goetze. Um, you say about the four-three-three formation, but Liverpool—they need to be flexible. They need these different systems. Like this season, we're seeing them grind out wins, and it's been this trend, isn't it? They're winning by the odd goal here and there. They're not going and demolishing teams three-four-nil like we've seen in the past, and they've just been sticking to this one system. But you need to be flexible. You need these options. Uh, Mario Goetze, since going back to Dortmund, he's been more of a striker in the number ten rather than like more deeper midfielder out wide. So he is an option there. Minamino, I think since he's come in, he's played rather centrally. But at Salzburg, he was playing out wide. So he's a versatile player there. And it's horses for courses. Different games require a different type of player. There's going to be some games where you need uh, Minamino with his pace, his trickery, his pressing. There's going to be some where you need to be more on the ball. Uh, Shakiri, he came in, he had a role and he fit in. Granted, it wasn't in Klopp's preferred system. And that's probably why he's not going to be at the club at the end of the summer. But Shakiri is a player who wants to play. He wants games. And he's like got this what European Championships to think of, World Cup to think of, to stick around with Switzerland. And he's proven he can do it for Liverpool. So there's no reason why he wouldn't want to go on there and do it for a first team on a weekly basis. Whereas Goethe has to prove that point. And if he can go and think reuniting the club does it for him, even if he's not playing every week, if he's coming on in the cup games or anything, uh, it could be the making of him. Like managers do make a big difference. Sometimes you just click. And in Klopp and Kurtzer, it has clicked in the past. It could click again. Well, you make a compelling case, Leo. We'll have to wait and see how things <laughs> do play out. Obviously, Goethe then a free transfer in the summer. Should Liverpool take the jump or not? We'll have to wait and see if they do or not. Theo, thanks a lot for your time. And also thanks to you guys for tuning in and listening wherever you get your audio on demand or if you're catching us on the YouTube channel, perhaps leave your thoughts below here on the Blood Red channel. I've been Guy Clark. Until next time, though, it's bye for now. You've been listening to the Agenda Podcast on the Blood Red channel.